0: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim In the name of Allah Most Gracious Most Merciful The Man in the Red Underpants By A.R. Green Chapter 7 Teachings of the Book What then are the basic teachings of the Qur'an? Well The first thing to accept is that there is one God who is unique and unlike anything and that nothing is like God. God is one and alone who has no partners and no rivals and we should pray to and worship only the Creator. How to pray and worship the Creator and be guided by His knowledge is where Muhammad comes in. The Qur'an teaches that all of God's prophets and messengers to the humans have been human. That is because they are not only delivering a message, but their life is also a practical example of how to follow and implement that message. This makes sense. If one human can do it, then at least in theory the rest of us can can too. If one human can do it, then at least in theory the rest of us can too. If the messenger for all of us was an angel, then we'd all be making lots of excuses about how we couldn't possibly be like an angel, since it's easy for them to be, well, so angelic. Life, the Quran tells us, is a test. That is why there is suffering and joy, health and illness, wealth and poverty, good and evil, night and day, darkness and light. It is through its opposite that we come to know something. How can we really appreciate what is good, without evil? And how often is it that we only appreciate good health when we are sick? The test is to make known the reality of ourselves. Will we accept the truth or follow our desires? Will we obey the Creator? Will we obey the Creator or rebel? God has given us guidance and free will. We should use our intelligence to understand and follow that guidance. If we make mistakes, as is inevitable, since we are human, we should know that as long as we keep seeking the Creator's guidance, asking for forgiveness and doing our best to change ourselves for the better, the Creator will keep forgiving us. In fact, this understanding of our limitations and recognition of God's greatness is the essence of what Islam is about. This is why humans should submit and surrender themselves to God And that is what Islam really means. The reason for our existence, the primary purpose of our complex minds, and the gift of reason is to understand and try to do everything in a way that is pleasing to the Creator. We know how to do that through the guidance that has been given to us. In order to help us live most effectively and be constant in this, the Creator has made it an essential component of this way of living to establish regular acts of worship in our lives. It is not that God needs us. It is not. Not at all. God is without needs and is entirely self-sufficient. Rather, we have been created with that need. Just as our bodies need food, our minds, our souls are designed to be nourished through remembering and worshipping God. This is why the most important action that a Muslim, one who follows Islam, has to do is to pray in a special way at special times throughout the day and night. There are five of these daily ritual prayers. Establishing this regular ritual prayer with sincerity and understanding is the key to changing ourselves. When done properly, it is a life transforming ritual. Another essential component is giving charity to help those who are less fortunate and needy. One of the most important components of living a life that is pleasing to God Is being kind to and helping others. Of course living this life takes discipline, self-control and patience and this is the reason why fasting has always been a component of religious life and this is also the case with Islam. Every year there is a month called Ramadan when one has to leave off food, drink and sex from dawn until sunset. It is also important to try to keep away from evil in speech and actions, since that is the essence of what fasting is supposed to lead us to, or to lead to. Speaking the truth and not lying, keeping promises, fulfilling trust, always being just even against one's own family or self, are essential characteristics of the true believer. Respecting one's parents and being kind to them, especially in old age, being good to one's neighbor, and encouraging good and discouraging evil are essential virtues. These make the fundamentals of Islam and being a Muslim. Life is short and soon, very soon we will all die, but death is not the end. The Quran teaches that there is a day of judgment when God will assemble us together and we will have to answer for everything that we have done. Every atom's weight of good and evil, we will know about. For those who rejected truth, who chose to rebel, there is a terrible punishment in store. It is a choice they made, it is a choice they made. The truth was clear to them, yet they preferred to ignore it. And so an awful fate awaits them, the fire of hell, where people will be roasted and burnt, yet will not die, but continue to suffer eternally. Those who were good and lived a life of obedience to God will live forever in complete joy and bliss in paradise. There will be no hatred or anger or jealousy, just peace and happiness, physical and spiritual. What a beautiful abode. What a beautiful abode. That really is what the Creator is inviting us to, his paradise. Following Islam does not mean that there will be no more tests or difficulties in life. In fact, the Creator tells us that we will not be left just saying we believe without being tested. Following the guidance of God teaches us how to deal with those tests and hardship turns into ease, confusion into understanding, pain into pleasure and sadness into joy. Knowing this and following it brings true peace to the heart. In this sense, Islam really does bring peace, a peace that is not merely the absence of war, but a peace that is deeper and more profound. Alhamdulillah, the end of chapter seven.